You're listening to Citizen Reporter number 441 for the 22nd of January 2013, part of the Arab Artists in a Revolution series, this one recorded in Beirut, Lebanon. So I'm in an automobile, but we're not going anywhere. We're in Beirut. I'm sitting next to Rahda Mawad. And it's it's my last night in Beirut, by the way. This is this is significant. No, that's your last night in Beirut now. I mean for this um this trip. Rahda, you're involved in theater. I mean you're you're teaching. Yes, I am. I'm teaching theater. Are you teaching out of love for yes. teaching? I love teaching, and plus, um, it's um, um, it's it's safer, like to have um, a salary every month. Yeah, but yeah, but a salary doing something I love. Yes. So it's not like I'm um, I'm doing something like like I could write about theater, but I'm I didn't choose to do that. I I chose to teach theater. Yeah, because I, I meet the artists who say. This is not what I actually want to be doing. I'm doing this just to make no, some I love, money. I love teaching. Mm-hmm. What type of school do you teach in? I mean, tell me a it's little a bit private, about that. It's a private school for rich people. But Okay. But <laughs> uh, the first part of that, the, the private school part, um, I've learned that in, in Beirut, a lot of schools are... I mean, it is common that well, people yes, go to s- private school. Well, sadly, because the um, public schools are not... Um, Till a certain level class, so till middle middle classes, um, they don't have a really important level um, of education. They the, the teachers, well, they're not well paid, so the teachers don't don't do a lot, make don't do a lot of efforts to. Uh, they, yeah, they don't put uh, energy in what they're doing. It seems I mean, like everybody you, knows this. Like, like yeah, because when when you're, you're when you're paid like I don't know uh, I don't want to say like I don't want to say something that is not real, but they're really underpaid. Mm-hmm. Could be eight hundred dollars a month or less, and you can't do anything with that. And why would you make a lot of efforts for? a whole day of work if you're not getting anything in return and especially not the gratitude of the students mm-hmm. and they usually come from not uh from poor families so um uh, there's not sadly it's all like a vicious circle no activities for them um no um cultural uh, things subjects um not a lot of no general knowledge um like really yes uh wide and so um usually when you're you have a minimum of uh comfort um 
in the family you go to a private school because there you are certain that you're certain you hope that your your kids will have a great education with great teachers that really are um, into what they're doing but that doesn't mean that just because you go to a private school that everybody is you, you I think you were joking I'm not sure but everybody's rich and uh, the attitude is also one of no no privilege. no I mean I was in a private school I'm not rich and my cousin is uh, is not poor and she was in a public school sometimes it's just because it's the the easiest solution um, it's the newest uh, school or sometimes it's because your parents want you to grow up in this kind of world so it's a choice hmm. in my school well it's very expensive but since there's a lot of teachers too all the all the teachers children are in that school so they're not rich people mm-hmm. so you like you kind of have half of the school are rich is rich and the other half is like like the average mm. and they mix yeah and 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 that mixing is also backgrounds i mean we are in lebanon right so um, it's not that everybody is of the same or religion or ethnic backgrounds. Well, it depend it depends on in which uh, region area your school is. For example, in Beirut, the mix is um, I think it's very good. Um, you have Christian and Muslim people from all confessions: mm-hmm. Orthodox, uh, Maronite, Sunni, Shia, uh, everything, Druze. Um, but if you go in in uh, outside Beirut or in certain areas of Beirut um, you still have some like I don't want to say um, they don't separate but you still have like um, ideas like judgments or like stereotypes in your head yeah like you're you're from this religion or sometimes from the name of the family you you can even know uh, what political party you belong to Okay. So you kind of judge by name by the name of the people, but um, it's not mean when they say something. Mm-hmm. Like if they, um, just like I was telling you uh, yesterday about this uh, this student that I had who who saw his uh, his um, friend um, cleaning the floor, wiping the floor, and he said, "Oh, you're just like a Filipino uh, person." And he, he wasn't aware that what he said was racist. He, he mm-hmm. doesn't mind Filipinos. But since Filipinos in Lebanon are usually um, workers or house workers, so he just said it. It just yeah. came out of his mouth. Yeah. It wasn't mean. But you have to like stop the class and explain to the students that you cannot judge people of their re- because of their religion or nationality or whatever. So a side note from an observer, and you've, you've just... Uh, described it basically that yes I've seen it uh, here in Beirut you have uh, Filipino people and they're not they're they're, they're here as workers they're, they don't even have their families with them Some, it, it reminds me a little bit know. of Dubai yes, except that the place exactly. doesn't look like Dubai but exactly the, uh, so we have Filipinos uh, from Sri Lanka and Ethiopia those yeah. are mainly the three countries that um, usually Lebanese uh, ask for uh, from those people to come and to to work here mm-hmm. and they usually come sadly without their family because they don't have any safety here they live in the house of the of the person they work for so they have a usually a very small room mm. 
and that work 24 hours. Is that relatively recent for the last, say, five years? No. Oh. No, no, no. Um, I'll say it's um, it started after the war. After the war. Hmm. Is it because, like, oh, the economy is so good and... and... The economy is not good. Yeah. I mean, for I, them... I kind of walked into that one on purpose. <laughs> for them or for us? For us, the economy is really bad. For them, it's perfect. For the workers, it's better than their country. Mm -hmm. So they come here because for them, relatively $400 for a month that they get paid here for 24 hours a day, seven days a week, slavery, mm -hmm. um, they, um, it's, is huge for them. I mean, in Sri Lanka, going with $400, you can literally build a, a, a huge house with it. Mm -hmm. But in Lebanon, it's nothing. Um, but since we need, I'm not sure if families really need a house worker, but they need a house worker and asking for Lebanese people to do it is too expensive. Mm -hmm. So they prefer paying $300, $400 for somebody and do it for them all the time. And what's interesting is there you are teaching in school but and, and kids are talking about, oh, you know, <laughs> You're, you look like a Filipino, which is, of course, a racist sort of insult. But there are no Filipino students in the school. No, because we're, as I told you, they don't come with their families, usually. Right, right. So we don't have... this has been going on for years and years, but they yes, still don't they, have no, no, a child. I, they have a child back at home. Mm. Um, I know house workers who, ha who has been here uh, for uh, four years, and she hasn't seen her son for four years and she just looks at his picture it's very sad yeah. and she talks to him on the phone when she can because she doesn't have the money to call him often mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, but but I think that there are more and more uh, people that are open about this in Lebanon because I see sometimes on the street um, Lebanese or not Lebanese men going out with um, people uh, from those three countries mm -hmm. like going out having a drink or something yeah. so i think it's becoming a bit more um open mm. and i've seen couples from mixed i mean mixed couple a lebanese yeah. a lebanese guy with a filipino or with an ethiopian woman we just have to wait for the next generation to maybe welcome those their children in our schools yes and then hopefully yeah. that will change a lot yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's a country that, that has already had a lot of diversity and, and probably going all the way back to be long before it was a country in this region. And, uh, and it's cool, I think, to watch, if it all works out, hopefully, um, that, that, you know, it, it continues to be a place where people from all over the world come and become Lebanese or... or are part Lebanese and live here and have families and I mean I like the idea anyway of this like a lot of places in the world the, the multicultural tradition carries on it... well it's important for for a place to live uh, I mean to survive for a place to survive it has to stay open for what's happening around uh, in the world I mean yes. or else it will die I know some places that are trying to close yeah, yeah well it will die 
it's yeah. going to die. It eventually will die if you don't open up. If 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 we stay st like stick to our identity, there's no such word as identity. There's no identity for anybody. I mean, there's a personal identity. I have an identity of. Uh, the the young pretty lady that is with us in the car has the same nationality as uh, as mine but we don't have the same identity at all because your identity is so personal and so unique um and a country is like there's a lot of same things in like similar uh with it's the people that live in this country but they're not alike so if they if people don't start accepting the idea that by opening your um, um, your doors, by opening your frontiers, this is how your country will survive. Mm. Um, well, it's sad. If it's sad if they don't see that. And you're saying it could be the end of some. Countries. Of course, of course. Mm. I mean, there are some countries that before they used to have like they were known for their artistic and cultural um, and history uh, and now because they decided to shut themselves of the other world because they were afraid that um, another culture might come and afraid of global globalization or um, or afraid that it might come and erase their culture they shut themselves out of the world and now they're dead i mean their their culture died and now sadly some countries in europe are shutting themselves right. that's where i was yeah thinking because they were they're so much afraid of those people that are coming from abroad that might kill our culture what culture are you talking about culture changes yeah. and it's great that it changes or else it's just history in this country after they've gone through your wonderful classroom <laughs> if you want to pursue the theater, acting, what are your options? Uh, an academy? Um, what do you do? What do I do for what? If you want to pursue a career in that, in that field. Oh, it's very difficult. <laughs> do you have to go abroad? No. That's not a solution. The American dream is oh. is is um, is not an option. I think because I think we understood that it's not um, it's not real life. But when I say American dream, I'm not talking only about Amer uh, the states. I'm talking like going abroad for a better place. I think it's a uh, yeah. It's not something that is realistic, mm -hmm. but. Um, it's difficult here because, um, sadly, Lebanon today, because before it was, uh, it was very rich artistically, and sadly today, um, uh, we, we are, I think that we're losing our touch in lots of uh, cultural um, fields. Yeah. Uh, because, mainly because of economic, pro economic problems. Um, and um, this, the sadly, the, the the state of Lebanon is uh, the government or mm -hmm. the parliament. What I don't know who takes those decisions. Um, are much more into business and building a Dubai in Lebanon. Yeah. And that is very sad. And so we don't have a lot of um, funds for artistic events. Mm -hmm. We don't get the help of the state.
So you're kind of actually all by yourself when you're in the artistic field. Yeah. Like you have to depend, you have to find your own way to get the money to produce your work. Yes. Unless you're somebody really famous and really important and this 1% that the government is or is willing to give for art will be given for the people who already are famous and already have the money sadly yeah. it's really it's really 1% of the mm-hmm. of the state it sounds like something that's happening happening only it's already been reality here in Lebanon but nowadays a lot of countries are cutting you know they're just sort of saying you know what arts You're going to have to find money somewhere else. The government is pulling out. And like, that's really, I mean, I guess here in Lebanon, they've been living, you've been living this way for a lot longer. A lot longer, but before it used to be an, like, inspire people, like, because we don't have money. Mm-hmm. So we have to find other ways to do something. Mm-hmm. But now with all the situation, the conflicts all around the the the, the region of the Middle East, the really the huge economic uh pro- economic problems economic or economy economic problems economic economic problems um social problems uh tension a lot of tension people are losing hope and they're losing their uh motivation to create and to really like go and do things mm-hmm. and i'm one of them i mean i used to like really want to do a lot of things and now I'm more like okay if it comes I'll do it you see a change in yourself yes I do since I came since I came back to Beirut I've been here for four years and it was a choice to come back because I wanted to change something in Lebanon Mm -hmm. Uh, well the youth the youth (laughs) Um, I don't want to say I'm disappointed Um. Because I don't, I'm not, mm-hmm. but I'm sad. Because we're really in a crisis here, like yes. money crisis. Yeah. People, um, like we, we're choosing what to go and see in art, sadly. Think, something that we didn't used to do like four years ago. Four years ago, a theater ticket was for $10. Mm-hmm. Now it's $25,000, which is um, $17. Yeah. For something for something that is not even interesting. No, seriously. I mean, I, I can go and... I, I, it's been a while that since I didn't go to theater. I prefer going to see movies or dance performances because I've been disappointed. I go and pay $17 mm-hmm. and I see something really like... doesn't deserve that. And I don't have the money to pay that every time there's an artistic... Uh, an art, a, 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 a performance, a play, or something. So I, I'm starting to choose the plays I'm gonna see, and it's sad because I, I didn't want to choose. Yeah, and and that's that jump in price is that because of what you're talking about the the because everything's expensive. No help. Yeah, everything's expensive. We used to have like a simple example, the manouche, which is our um. Our croissant, our Lebanese croissant. It's, um, okay, it's our breakfast, whatever. Um, it used to be less than a dollar. Mm-hmm. Now it's two dollars. You can find it in two dollars. That's the average. Yeah. And that's like the basic food. I've heard it called the poor person's food. Yeah. Well, now it's two dollars. Yeah. Life has doubled in price, even yes. if you're a poor person. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
And I understand that the prices of theater should uh, should go higher because artists should should want want to eat. <laughs> yeah. They want to live. So anyway, everything became um, became uh, more expensive. So I, as an artist, solo artist, I cannot do this. I cannot like carry this project alone. That's why also I prefer working with people because then it's easier. Like you're a group and it's fun mm -hmm. and you're not worried if you're going to get paid back or not because you didn't invest a lot of money in it anyways because you, you're a group of people. So, um, so you're kind of happy of your work even if you're not getting paid a really for it you're just happy because you did something really interesting that is motivating you but if i'm all alone uh what am i gonna do yeah 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 no again we return to this whole thing of working with somebody else or collaborating and i love that yeah i love that It's 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 so enriching i mean you you get to learn other techniques you get to learn about people you get to learn about certain way of thinking of working of of creating yeah. uh when you're all alone you you're often all alone i'm so worried now because <laughs> I've, i've done this alone for a long time i mean now okay now we're mixing it up a little and no I'm but alone. you're yeah but I've you're got my audience you're you've got your audience which is a huge <laughs> i'd love to have that and you get to travel and to meet people okay, you're not alone i'm not alone no that's no. not alone yeah That's not alone. That no. is definitely not alone. No, but the production side is is you know solo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Start, some things should be done in solo. Yeah, yeah. Preparing my character before I go on stage is something solo. Yes. Okay. This is my character. It's That's me. your character. <laughs> is there is there something uh, as a conclusion? Perhaps our, our passenger has fallen asleep. We're a terrible <laughs> taxi, or maybe we're a really good taxi. <laughs> Um, but is there something that, you know, as I bring stories from Lebanon to the world audience, one of my goals was to let people hear things they normally don't get uh, from wherever they're looking. And, I, and, and maybe there's nothing right now because it's, because it's the hour that it is and because it's been a long day. But is there something that you always find yourself thinking like, yeah, why, why don't... And it doesn't have to be Americans, it doesn't have to be Europeans. It's, it's the people out there that just don't understand about this place and maybe this people that you kind of wish would be better understood. This might be something you email me days later, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking uh, that... Because this is something I end up bringing with me now when I travel. Like, I have my own observations and then people back home will say, So... You know, or in the case of Egypt, oh man, lots of assumptions about Egypt that I have to fight. Uh, well, I I think that you cannot say uh, because I don't live in 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 the others people's minds, so I don't know what they might think about my country. Uh, I well, really you, you talk to them when you were in France, for example. You speak to the French, and they tell you whatever they. Yeah, say. but no, it's just that. Those barriers, those um, judgments that you have uh, of a certain civilization or, or country mm -hmm. or culture um, fall when you meet mm -hmm. those people. Mm -hmm. uh, you can read all the books you, you want about this country if you don't go and meet the people or if you don't go and see it by yourself. It will only be a theory. It will only be an idea in your head. But you will not experience the, the falling apart of those barriers that you have built 
or those uh, uh, yeah judgments or uh, ideas about this culture so i can say a lot of things like uh, uh like uh, uh we're ha we have a lot of hope we have a lot of energy we are very open uh, but they will not see it they will not feel it until they're here there's a lot of beauty and the beauty of Lebanon is the fact that there's a lot of contradictions, a lot, in its building, in its architecture, in its people. Uh, you have, like, very open people, but yet that are so uh, conservative. And it's true. It's a... Yeah, that's it. It's, a, it's the place... It's the only place, actually, I know, where... There are so many contradictions in everything. And you've got to see it to understand it? <laughs> yes. There's a lot of contradictions. A lot. Mm. A lot. Like, women that are wearing really, really, really sexy clothes and doing belly dancing as if it's something really natural and men looking at it and dancing and yet they are not... They are convinced that it's not sexual. Mm -hmm. that it's just us I mean it's I don't know if you got what I mean uh, we had yesterday uh, Alexander said a slightly different way he said you know it's a it's a place where you can have women wearing micro skirts but they don't have any rights or or you know they they don't have yeah. basic rights for example for example so they look like they're totally liberated yeah exactly the truth is something else exactly totally totally so um it's it's a country of all contradictions come true. <laughs> like some somewhere else they say your dreams will come true here it's all contradictions may come true. Here should, should you I can be, be believing what I see then or Well th this is why you should come and figure it out and mm -hmm. find it. I mean you can meet a communist that is really 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 religious for example. <laughs> Uh, for example, I'm, I mean, you can see that, but I'm, I'm really leftist, personally, <laughs> and yet I'm Christian. The hell? I'm really Christian. And if I say that in Europe, they'd be like, it doesn't, but it doesn't yeah. make sense. You should be with the extreme rightist. Yeah. Uh, in France, they would say, you're with Le Pen or with Sarkozy. And I'm like, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm on the other side, like, the total opposite side with the green. <laughs> yes. With the altermondialist, um, it's a country of yeah, contradictions. of contradictions. Hmm. I like this country of contradictions. I'll I'll come back so I can learn better because I think I've only kind of dipped one toe into the water and just sort of starting to understand. I'm really thankful that I met you, and and I'm thankful that you guys have stayed up <laughs> late to to hang out with me and teach me things. And like I'm it's... really glad I met you. Honestly, yeah. it was it was a pleasure. You you um you should continue travel um, everywhere, and you should uh, change this um, idea that we have of foreigners coming to countries. Uh, as if they're coming to see a zoo. Because a lot of people come, for example, to Lebanon or to other countries, but from the different area of the world. And they're like, oh, let us see how you are. Let us see your culture. Yeah. And I, I, sometimes I'm like, I'm not an animal in a cage. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't go to uh, I don't know I I don't go to a country and I say oh, let me see uh, I just go and discover things. Yeah. No, I, I So and you, you you are discovering things and that's really nice and I really appreciated your way of doing things. I didn't feel like an animal in a cage. No. <laughs> no. What you're doing is really great and uh, you should be encouraged to travel more often. <laughs> okay. Got that, audience? <laughs> yes. I swear he didn't write this down. No. I, I just said it. <laughs> Ragda, thanks so much. Thank oh, you. So I gotta do it right. Ragda. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mark. And I'll, I'll see you here yes, soon. Yes, definitely, definitely. Hello, everyone. Just some final notes while the Feiruz sings in the background. As you can see, the series continues, even though I am now back from the Middle East. I'm no longer in Beirut. I'm back in Amsterdam, and I still have interviews that I want to put out. Some from Egypt, maybe even one from Tunisia, and another from Beirut. So, despite the fact that the journey has ended, the podcasts will continue. And I hope that makes sense to you, and that these conversations are as interesting for you as they are for me. I also wanted to remind you, although this journey was crowdfunded i'm still always seeking funding to continue in the future and that means to just continue normally without traveling and perhaps do some traveling and what that requires is that for those who listen and enjoy just go to citizenreporter.org click on donate you can do it via paypal you can do it via flatter but if you do it that makes a big difference for me so thanks so much and i'll see you again in a week's time take care see you